Hi everyone, this is the wolf cries of a third world millennial, back by popular demand. I've always wanted to say that, and actually it's true this time. <laughs> a lot of folks have been reaching out to me over the past year or so, um, since this show has been off the air, and asking, yo, Chujoke, why did you stop the podcast? What's going on? Like, why aren't you doing it anymore? Some say, no, we want to hear your voice, we want to hear... You know, you make a fool of yourself, maybe, or speak some sense of the rare occasions that you do. And um, yeah, so I personally felt like I needed to get back to doing this because um, it was a lot of fun when I started. It was a whole lot of fun and um, stopping was really just a function of me needing to me needing to maybe focus a little bit on some other stuff particularly work um i'd i'd taken on a nine-to-five job and well required a lot of commitment and i just felt like maybe i needed to take a break from here and just focus on the other things i was doing so i i mean i did that um, but i just thought good time to come back um we've been at home long enough everyone knows what's going on pandemic yada yada and um while it's been a terrible time for many um a lot of folks as well have been very very lucky and fortunate to just be able to find the time to hear themselves think you know which is a bit of a luxury in today's world so for me um Getting back into doing this show was really something I'd been considering for a long time. And okay, so part of it has been busy, the other part has been just plain old procrastination and um, just a lack of zeal to do it. But I'm glad I'm recording again. <laughs> this feels like fun, should be fun. So now that we're here, I just thought a good way to get this show back on the road would be to just catch you guys up on what I've been up to over the past year or so, right? So, like I said, I'd started working, um, well, I'd actually started working when I, like, when the when the podcast was first um, on online. Um, I, I, I worked at an advertising agency and, well, did that for a good number of months, almost a year, before before pivoting into um, more advertising, but in a more specific role. Okay, let's not get hung up on 9to5 deals. I've been noticing, speaking of 9to5s, I've been noticing a lot of people um, are you know, quitting their jobs this year. I don't know if they're mostly quitting or they're just getting fired. But whatever the case, man, hey, it's great to have your freedom back in terms of your hours. Just make the best use of your of your hours. So this this is me like trying to give an account <laughs> of what I've done with my past. What I've done with my past one year. And um yeah, so first thing was that I quit my job. I haven't worked 
I haven't worked a nine to five for about a year now, actually a little over a year. Um, it's been since I since I last since I last worked. I quit, in fact, in July 2019. So I haven't had a job since 2019, which makes for an interesting life story, because no job often equals little money. So I've been having to um, just scrape the pot really to make ends meet, and yeah, so I quit my job and I luckily the thing that happened immediately after I quit my job was that I got a I got a gig to write this TV show, so that was fun, you know, did that for a couple of months, wrote a few episodes of the show. I can't say which because I'm under um I'm under contract not to. But that was probably like one of the most exciting things for me last year was um being treated like a <laughs> being treated like an actual writer, you know, like a a real life screenwriter. So I was lodged in a hotel, had a whole writer's workshop, worked um several hours in the day on developing um, a plot for the new season of a show. So that was really, really fun for me because it's something I've always wanted to do. And so getting to do it just immediately after losing my job was kind of a dream because I was like, oh, what am I going to do for money? You know, and I had all these ideas for what I would do when I was out of a job. One of them included um, driving car, driving, driving, um, driving Uber, which I did for a while. Well, more like Taxify. Um, I did that for maybe about two two months, <laughs> something like two months, within which I got the I got the gig to write for that TV show. So that was really, really, really awesome. Um, and yeah, so. Having done the show for a while, or for a couple of episodes, I started to feel um, a little undervalued by the production team, and I just made the decision for everybody, the best decision for everybody, to walk away and focus on some of the other stuff I had already started working on, um, such as my book, a collection of essays, which, interestingly, was actually inspired by this very show right so this show is called wolf cries of a third world millennial and after much deliberation on book titles and consideration for what a book title what my book title should be i i um i settled on the memoirs of a third world millennial so it's really just a collection of essays um that talk about my life and some of my experiences some of more memorable experiences or just contemplations I've had um, in recent years. So I started writing the very first essay in this collection. I must have started started writing it in 2018. It was, yeah, 2018. And um, yeah, really it was, I, I mean, I don't think until last year, that I, that I had any moments really between 2018 and I guess maybe around this time last year, I hadn't, I didn't have any moment where I had sat down and said, okay, I'm actually trying to finish a manuscript, you know, 
Um, but after getting out of my job and just having a lot of these moments where I felt like, okay, I need to do something that really agrees with me, you know, like something that's just authentically me. I took up the, I took up the challenge to finish this, well, this collection of essays. And as 2019 rolled to an end, I, I had a working first draft, right? And that was just such an amazing feeling. Um, it was so gratifying and I was very, very excited. So my journey to publishing had just begun. The, quest the next question for me was, okay, editing and stuff. So I got, you know, this amazing talent to edit and he was just brilliant, Mr. Reginald Fodile. He's an award-winning author, playwright, actor, you name it. The man is a polymath. He's basically a god. I'm telling you the truth. Like, you need to see him on stage. Just brilliant guy. So, he graciously agreed to work with me on my, on my writing. And so, basically, between um, January and April, we just kept going back and forth with the manuscript, working on it, tightening some loose ends. And yeah, guys, by, by the end of, by the beginning of April, I'd, I'd had my final draft of the, of the memoirs of a third world millennial. Um, so the next step was right to obviously to publish, to put it out there. But then again, I had yet another idea. Well, yeah, this idea had come much earlier. I should back up a bit. Sometime in ending of 2019, my partner and I, um, we decided to start a magazine. Well, not really a magazine. We had actually decided to start more like a, a publishing platform, you know, like a digital publi publishing platform for independent artists. And so that was what that was part of what I had been working on through January, and we finally launched the website in February. So through January, we were working to you know get it up online, and then um, we launched in February with um, the first issue of the magazine. So it's basically a platform that allows artists of different um, practice of different disciplines to publish their work, right? And, and also distribute, sell their work. Um, so yeah, it was amazing really because the first bit, um, the first bit of business we had to do was get people to submit their work um, to publish, well, freely that is for the magazine. And it was just overwhelming how much excitement how much support we got from the very first weeks you know lots of people were just sending in their work and um our editor-in-chief who's my partner dami was just amazing because she she did a lot of the heavy lifting i have to tell you like and because i was in in the middle of working on my book and so she was really leading the charge in terms of um developing the the magazine and the platform so by april when i had finished my manuscript when i had the final draft 
I was contemplating, okay, which publishers should I send to? I had a I had a short list of publishers that I that I'd that I'd wanted to send the work to. But then I got another idea. <laughs> you know, I got another idea to go the self-publishing route. It's a little uncommon and um I would say it was a daring decision. I I do say so myself because there aren't that many self-published authors out there who are really making waves or who are known or whose work actually penetrates um, their audience. And so um, when I consulted some other people, some, you know, more experienced folks, everyone kept going like, wait, why are you trying to do this? Like, just send your work out to a publisher. It doesn't, it doesn't matter like just you've done you've done you've done your part of the job which is to write the book so just send it send it out to people who can actually get it into the hands of the readers and well this was april we had just we had just been plunged into a global crisis and some of the publishing houses i had shortlisted were already expressing a lack of desire to take on any new projects you know considering the pandemic and everything everyone was tightening their belts so we decided to use my book as sort of like a, a guinea pig you know like to to test the, the the work we've been doing on dimbari so dimbari is the platform the website that i co-founded with dami my partner and um, we decided to just use my book as kind of a a test run, you know, to see if what we had thought about would actually work. And so the idea was this, to publish the book in audio format first, obviously, because it was much cheaper than printing several copies, which we couldn't afford. So we did that. We took couple of weeks to do the recording um, of the book and I have to admit at some point in, in, in during that process I got sick of hearing my own voice oh my god I got sick of hearing my own voice so this is me recording a little over an hour of 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 myself think about that I'm recording a little over an hour of my own thoughts written down this is mind you after several months of editing and then like going back and forth reading those same words over and over again i mean at some point you, you tend to get sick of hearing yourself think of, of hearing your own thoughts or hearing your voice and um so that happened i was just eager to be done with it and thankfully with all the amazing support of this very small team comprising of myself and my amazing um other half we managed to get through um, the process of of um readying this book this audio book so the memoirs of a third world millennial was published on the 16th of april as an audio book on dimbari.com which for us was just a big win because um, only in December, this was like in December, this was all just a very, a very, a very hazy dream, to, sort of, you know, like a very foggy, a very foggy idea. Um, and but somehow by April, we had 
managed to bootstrap our way into having published an audiobook on on the platform plus three um three issues of the magazine because everyone kept like people just kept sending in their work very excited about the whole idea of the Mbari. so um yeah so that was just an amazing journey for my writing because up to that point to tell you the truth i had been i had been sort of veering away from um from authorship right and more towards like copywriting that's what i'd been doing for the past year at least i mean the past year before that so throughout 2018 i was working at advertising and <laughs> and so my and so my um my my mindset really um around writing was just not as creative as i would have wanted it to be i don't know if that makes any sense but i was just sort of in this headspace of this copywriter and so um just pulling just kind of pulling pulling away from all of that and honing in on what i really wanted to do which was finish this manuscript and you know hop onto another one was really just something that um I didn't know would I didn't know would happen as quickly. Like I mean, I talked about oh I should just get back into writing. I talked about the lot even when I was working nine to fives. I talked about oh I should just get back into writing. But then there's just that notion that you know it's something that takes time and it is. It's something that does take a lot of time. It does take a lot of commitment and dedication and self sacrificing and just self loathing at times even because. Um, especially for a guy like me who battles what looks like um, a bit of, you know, bouts of depression every now and again. And so, you know, there are days I'd wake up and I just feel like ripping the entire thing to shreds because I'm like, what's, what's the point anyway? But then somehow with just having an amazing support system, my family, um, my partner, we just kind of powered through and I as of April was a published audiobook author <laughs> by me like okay so I have to talk about the audiobook thing again because everyone kept going like wait, why don't you just wait and publish it properly like uh, nobody nobody listens to audiobooks people want to hold books in their hands and well I have to admit guys just going by the sales so far it does seem that folks are less inclined to listen to some guy read his book than they are inclined to hold the soft, the hard copy and, you know, smell the pages or whatever. Mbari itself is not yet publishing um, hard, co hard copies. We're really more focused on digital publishing. But because I know that I, I personally even want to see my book in the hard copy, right? Like I want to feel the pages in my hands. So I'm... I'm kind of working on, you know, maybe a limited, a limited edition print of the book. Uh, yeah. So what else? What else has been on? Um, yeah. So let's talk a bit about the Imbari. The Imbari, um, like I said, is a platform that's supposed to allow writers, creatives, um, filmmakers, musicians, um, visual artists of all different stripes 
to publish or dis or share or distribute their work so i mean while we have the option to actually um sell the work we have you know a set criteria for what we sell on there so audiobooks are welcome um digital art as well is welcome um and music by all means but we also have the magazine which at this moment is free although we are working hard behind the scenes to start at least offering a bit of a token to our writers because that's that's a huge part of of what our of what our vision is really is um a, a situation where writers get paid for even the least you know the, the even the smallest size of content so if you're talking of like even an essay that's just um whatever thousand words 500 words it doesn't matter we we feel like people should be paid for the work that they put in as long as it's good and um so so far it's been just amazing how much people are willing to actually just share their work for free which is where we're at right now and it's that, i guess it's that understanding that we all have that man at some point you have to just get the you have to get the you have to get the attention of people first you know and um yeah so we just have been working on you know putting out just staying consistent with at least putting out every issue of the magazine which hasn't been easy i must tell you there are so many different um <laughs> nuances to actually sustaining a magazine it's not it's not an easy task at all um but yeah it's been really exciting that's like the that's my that's my my full-time job right now is um co-editing and co co-managing this magazine um we're a very small team at this time it's just me dami and maybe um one or two visual artists who have volunteered to work for us um you know at this time to help just keep the vision alive but i mean financial reward takes time so we're only in our we're only into our fifth issue now of dimbari magazine and it's just the thing i'm most proud of is the quality of content on there like nigeria is blessed the world in fact in general is blessed with amazing talents especially this part of the the global south we're blessed with like an incredible um array of talents you know and it's just been so amazing seeing how people how much people are willing to share their work share themselves and yeah so this is a a dream come true you know being in this position because right now this is my nine to five you know the the magazine the writing or at least trying to write <laughs> um because i have to tell you guys but that that bit is hard like going from putting like finishing a project is great it's, it's all good and dandy but then hopping onto another one and re as in rediscovering that that consistency to just keep going man that's a whole other ball game so yeah just I've, i'm just super grateful for all the support and all the and all the good fortune really that has that has met us on this journey and yeah so it's fun i mean back podcasting again and oh yeah just one more quick word on dimbari please if you'd like to submit or contribute in any way um just if you'd like to 
you know, publish your work with us or if you'd like to give us money or if you'd like to give us ideas on how you think we can make it better or just anything at all, any way you can help, just feel free to contact us. For inquiries, our email is mbarilibrary at gmail.com. But for submissions, um, it's submissions at theimbari.com. So please feel free to just send in any any kind of message, <laughs> you know, that you wish, that you think would be useful to us. If it's money that you want to send, please, by all means, we have a Patreon account where you can do that, and I'll leave the link in the description. Yeah, so, guys, that has been my life over the past one year, just from one grind to another, you know. Like I said, I'm really excited to be doing the podcast again. It's something I, I really, really enjoy doing. Like I said, my audiobook, Memoirs of a Third World Millennial, is available on dimbari.com. So if you go on dimbari.com, just visit the store and you'll find my audiobook there, as well as other crafts and products. Um, obviously, we're just starting out, so we don't have much of a catalog right now we're still building on that and if you'd like to feature your work or your products on on our on our catalog if you'd like to sell anything at all just contact us on barrylibrary at gmail.com and we'll talk about it right so it's been great just catching you guys up on my life so till next time i'm chijoki osuji this has been the Wolf Cries of a Third World Millennial.